0: kroger i mean so their lives their lives will look different so this message of hope was came and it enthused them and they held on to it because they said there's no hope we don't when you don't have a god to look to in times of trouble what do you do when you look around and there's nothing you can do but this was being introduced to them and in verse 40 the lord says and with many other words did he testify and exhort saying, save yourselves from the untoward generation or the, or the, the, the decrepit generation, I think that word means, it means, "Oh, the, the, the you know, it was a bad generation. He said this generation that you're living in, and verse 41 says, then they that gladly received his word were baptized, so it was effective, and the same day there were added unto them about what? 3,000 souls. So this message hit home with these people, and 3,000 souls were added. In verse 42, look at the type of souls that were added, okay? This was a characteristic of these types of souls because they started to put these things into practice. And in verse 42, it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers, and fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles." One great thing we got out of this was, it was the joy that this message brought, and and it caused them to join and be joined to this body of believers, but they were steadfast in their belief. And they were steadfast in what? The doctrine and fellowship. They were steadfast. What does steadfast mean? They diligently, consistently stayed with the doctrine that they were taught. Amen? They held on to the instruction of God. They practiced it diligently. And these were the new people. (laughs) These were the ones that were just added, but they diligently held on. They diligently practiced. And this is what made them develop the character for eternity. See, there's a certain character that gets to spend eternity with God. And these young brothers and sisters, they were learning that by diligently holding on and steadfastly practicing the doctrines that they heard from the disciples. Amen? Now, what we have to understand is this is the key to it all. How steadfast will we be? Steadfast when, the, when the, 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 the storms come, when the floods come, will we diligently hold on to the doctrine that God has so graciously shared with us, or will we be swept away with this, 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 this new wave of misunderstanding? And in Psalm 37, let's turn there. He said, look, he said, I need you to stay, be steadfast. And the only way you can be steadfast is you have to have this faith and this confidence that the doctrine that you're hearing is of God and it is a promised doctrine. It's not just a can and cannot do doctrine. It's a powerful, victorious doctrine that we have to hold on to. No matter what the circumstance, no matter what the issues, we have to hold on to the doctrine and the the, the, the power that comes in it, which is wrapped in the Holy Spirit. So Psalm 37, verse 34. Psalms 37, verse 34 says, Wait on the Lord and keep what? His His way and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. So he said there is wicked, there's a time for them to be cut off, and you'll be able to see it only if you wait on the Lord and keep his way. Keep his way. Just like these young brothers, they were steadfastly keeping the way of God. They were diligently keeping the way of God. They waited on God. See, that's one thing about the doctrine and, and the power and the victorious promises of God. Yes, he, they are sure, and, and he, you will be victorious, but there's opportunities where you have to wait and be tested. And if we haven't learned to wait on God, and we don't learn to trust God, we will not wait on him. We have evidence in our life in that, don't we? When God says something and you say, well, yeah, Lord, you promised that, but it's not coming in the time I need it. We won't wait on the Lord. We'll go ahead and, and trust another. We won't steadfastly stand on the doctrine. We'll t- try this other doctrine that got us in the circumstance in the first place. He said, wait on me. I'll exalt thee in the land. Do we believe that? Yeah. He will exalt thee. Did he not say that? Yeah. Now, what's our problem? If we believe what he said, it doesn't matter how long it takes, does it? The end result is exaltation in the land and the wicked will be cut off.